I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we search the ins and outs of all our favorite fictional universes. I'm Andrew, that's not our intro, but we're going to keep it going. That's the best uh, one we've gotten so far. I'm Adam. Um, <laughs> and I'm Sadie. Yeah, oh! we're joined hey, by my girlfriend Sadie for a very special episode, for a very special reason, something near and dear to our hearts. Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. I was like, I was like, is is there something going on? <laughs> no, we've just been playing this game for three hundred hours. You know, yeah, that's, I've got like crazy. almost five hundred hours on. The game. Oh, five hundred now. Almost, okay, cool, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I I got um like uh four hundred hours and I just beat the game. So um that's crazy. That's probably true, honestly. <laughs> I think it's closer to two hundred hours, but I did just beat the game. Yeah, we just beat the game the other day. <laughs> to be fair, I beat the game like four times beforehand, but the ending of the game never worked right for me. So I was like, I want to get this right. I put this much time. I'm doing we put it again. So much effort into getting you the ending um, you wanted. Spoilers, so, by the yeah. way. Oh, heaps oh, yeah. of spoilers. <laughs> um, I mean, we're late as hell on this game, so... spoilers, by the way. Well, yeah, Xbox players might just be getting it pretty soon here. That's so. true, that's true. Plus, it's in contention for Game of the Year, so yeah. we're oh, still yeah. topical. Oh, damn. Yeah, we sure probably did, like, a Game of the Year episode. I yeah, mean, but I don't know why. the only one of them that I think I've played. Maybe Spider-Man? I forget if Spider-Man is in. Spider-Man's on there. You played Zelda, yeah. You watched me. Play. I watched you play Zelda. I don't I mean, know if that gives me much to talk about. I sorry, this isn't the this isn't the Zelda episode, but uh, I love Zelda. Zelda did rule to watch. Yeah, I played half of Zelda. Probably played like eighty hours of it though. Um, Compared but to I, the five hundred hours. Well, that's my Baldur's Gate. He's got like yeah. two hundred. Um, anyway, any whoms? Yeah, spoilers. Like the, she uh, said. Game of the Year episode. We might record that later. Sometime soon. Probably, maybe, if we're going to, post it before this one. So you know. Maybe. Just so it's topical. But yeah. Anyway. Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I wanted to start with something that I I think I might know the answer to. But I I might be getting surprised here. Did, Did anybody here ever play the other Baldur's Gate games? No. Uh, no. I, um, 
played a little bit of the first one on like my uncle's computer back in the day and i hated it yeah no i'm not a big um crpg guy so i was not on the hype train for this game at all um i'm not really like isometric games i'm not a big fan of um turn-based uh combat games i never really a big fan of um like super deep you need to put 200 hours into this like rpg um sort of shit um i've never really been a big fan of so i'm actually really surprised i like this game but that means before this game i haven't really played much like it at all i think the closest thing was probably oh what's that fucking game called um i bought a game for like 60 bucks uh played it for maybe in an hour and it was like this game is trash um was that Sonic critically acclaimed no. <laughs> game Dragon Age in position? For yes, oh, it was yeah. Dragon. Yeah, yeah. in contention for a lot of people's game, yeah. like best game ever. Yeah, I was like, this game is garbage, and I hate playing it. Um, <laughs> maybe I might go back to it after Boulder's Gate. I've been thinking about that with um, Larian's other game uh divinity original sin yeah that one i hear is heaps like this one so yeah. um, i'm just kind of waiting for it to go on sale and sure yeah probably swipe it up um but yeah i i i think and this is probably the vast because it's a huge game and i don't think most of that the the people playing it are huge Baldur's Gate one and two fans, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think no. a lot of people are in our boat here. Yeah, well, I think it that has a lot to do with the big explosion D and D has had recently, where before Baldur's Gate was like a game for um, not only like nerds, D and D nerds, but specifically computer game nerds. Of those D right. you'd have to have the the pretty specific Venn diagram. Very niche thing. Right, you'd have to be in the center of computer game nerd and also D and D nerd. Yeah, whereas really this one them. for D and D nerd is a much bigger population, and it being just like a regular AAA game released on like most modern day consoles, it's much more right, accessible right. than if any this of the had other ones. been just a PC game, I don't think I would ever would have played it. Right. Yeah, well, you don't really have a PC to play right. games on and stuff, so. But I, whereas uh, various games that I thought were going to be really good and uh, really excited for have got me to buy a console, mm-hmm. uh, no game I don't think will ever get me to play a PC. <laughs> yeah that's fair like i might end up getting a pc eventually but i don't think it'll be like urgent or because yeah of a game I, I, I got one um to use as a computer and then i was like hey my friends also play pc games so i could like get one that i'm able to play PC yeah yeah now you with them you're playing league of legends all the time man i i oh, wish no. dude all my friends Andrew. really want me to play league of legends Andrew. and i'm oh, i'm not playing God. league of legends let's be clear <laughs> i remember being a league head. but i had my mom had to like she would get mad at me because i'd be like i'm in the middle of a match i can't leave she like <laughs> called me to dinner and i'm like no i'm in the middle of the game this isn't a game you can pause mom 
Mom, but I'm, on, I'm on bot lane, bro. I'm healing. <laughs> people are trying to get me to play that game. <laughs> and, to um, you, well, yeah. I, I gave it a chance and I played one round of it and was like, well, this kind of sucks. It's boring to play. It's cool to watch. The cinematics are great. The characters are great. It's, it's cool boring to, to play. I, um, I, a friend of the I, show, Marco, tried to get me to play <laughs> League with him uh, a long time ago. And I got so bored that I just kind of sat there in the middle of the lane, if, if that's the right terminology. Correct. Well, he so kept playing. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm good. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Persona main. That's um, Persona main. I anyway, have no sorry. idea what that means, but you probably made one listener very happy. Cool. <laughs> one listener. Awesome. Dude, League of Legends is crazy popular. <laughs> well, yeah, but we don't have many listeners. We have like nine uh, of them. We got like nine of them. So <laughs> statistically <laughs> speaking. There might be one of them who's in the League of Legends. <laughs> well, this isn't the um, League of Legends episode. Unless you guys want to do one. We did. Did we ever do an Arcane episode? I feel like we did. I think you wanted me to, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to watch the League of Legends anime. And you said, yeah, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's good, though. I don't like League of Legends, but Arcane's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, um, it's getting a I, second I season. That. Uh, I think the show mostly ignores all of that lore and just makes up new shit, though. That kind of goes into the lore. Like, That's just what Marco told me. Yeah. He's my the guy I talked to about League of Legends. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But uh, Baldi's Dungeon game. and Dragon. The video games. Um. So, what? I think Angie's already pretty much alluded to his. But what was your first impression of the game? Oh man. Um. I love spending two hours in the character creator yeah we spent um, a long time in the sorry, character creator dude i Adam mostly just made him and i was like what shade yeah pretty oh. much every time i played the game and i played this game a lot i've beaten the game like a solid six times yeah uh almost every time i just made some iteration of me yeah. that's pretty good <laughs> i have to like make a character like i'm like okay so who's this person they need to match up with the companion they're gonna romance and the backstory mm-hmm. you want them to have yeah, yeah. and you, then i'm just and, like um, uh-huh, that's me and i'm just like yo it's orc adam <laughs> um oh, i i singer adam oh cool that's one thing i will say about this game while it's a very accessible system and it's it is pretty flexible I wish the character creation was far more I agree. flexible than you it wish is. you could make some fucking freaks. Huh? I, I, I mean, I could do a pretty good job crazy. at making yeah. freaks, but like my first character was like me, like you did with you. Um, and I was making it. I'm like, well, I guess my best option is to have the face of like bargain bin Chris Pine. Yeah. And I hated that entire playthrough. Yeah. And then they. There's only a couple body types too. Like, what the hell? And then they <laughs> added in the option to respec your like character appearance later. Yeah, and I re- realized that Chris Pine was the best option. And I went, <laughs> okay, I guess I'm sticking with it. <laughs> yeah, I remember. When you first started playing, you were like, yeah, I made myself, but I look a little bit too much like Chris Pine. I kind of hate it. <laughs> it stopped you from playing the game for a little while? It did. And then um... <laughs> and then we started, we were playing, and you were like, yeah, they just put in a mirror so you could change that. You ran to the mirror, and we're like, huh. Chris Pratt's still the only, not Chris Pratt, Chris Pine. Chris Pine's still the only option. Huh? Garfield? 
Oh my god, Garfield. <laughs> okay, yeah, side note about Chris Pratt Garfield. I did not know he was playing Garfield. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I, I, I thought I remember us talking about how he was both Mario and Garfield before. I, I did not have any information on this. Um, Fucking and, jump scare as then in the trailer. Yeah, um, and um, I was taking out with my cousin Henrique. Who I think might have been on He's the been show. He's been on the show at least uh, once, maybe twice. At least once. <laughs> Watch it be like fourteen times. I know just... he was on our Quantum Mania episode. That's okay, the only good. thing I remember. Um, yeah. So I was hanging out with him, and he's like, "Did you watch the new uh, Garfield trailer?" And I was like, no, why? And he's like, you have to watch it right now. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then, like, it started playing. It starts like a pretty generic. Yeah, we're yeah. like, I was like, oh, the, like, we're talking about it. Like, oh, the animation and art style is kind of cool for, like, a Garfield movie. And then it's just Chris Pratt. Uh, and he's like, hi, I'm Garfield, dude. And I fucking <laughs> I lost Garfield, it. Dude. I don't know the thinking, really, behind Chris I, Pratt. I don't get it. Because, like. It was one thing when it was Bill Murray basically just being Bill Murray. Yeah, right? but you could see the essence of Garfield within Bill Murray. Right. Chris Pratt has no essence. He, he's a man made of Wow, okay. Whoa, pretty it, big words. Hysterian, instead of Neil Newborn voicing him, it was Pratt. Yeah, I wish Chris <laughs> Pratt was the default male voice if you made no I character. wish okay if I could cast Chris Pratt as anybody in this game, it would be the DM narrator. Oh because yeah. that would oh, fucking rule. Oh my god. Fucking oh, Chris Pratt god. describing like the fucking heat in the bosom of Carlac or whatever would fucking rule, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Um, but anyways, so, what was your guys' uh, first characters? Um, We've established what they look like. Me and Andrew made ourselves, Druid, and, and you made uh, an OC. Oh man, um, Adam and Andrew uh, clocked me immediately. Oh, I knew you were going to play a druid as soon as yeah, I heard that yeah, druid yeah. was an option. So, y'all were like, "Oh yeah, tiefling druid," and then when I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to make a tiefling druid," you guys were like, "Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah." I think I remember asking Adam because when we were talking about um the game before it came out on PlayStation, um I was like, oh you because I've I oh, fucking a I don't know why <laughs> I asked Adam I'm like oh what do you think Sadie's gonna play so I could kind of plan like a different character from like my main character on my account. And then he's like, she, I don't know yet, but it's probably going to be a T-Play Druid. I'm oh like, yeah, God. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, I said that then... like so early on. Too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and then uh, it, it happened. I was like, oh, damn. Called that shit. Called it in one, oh man. Oh, my God. Fucking Babe Ruth, that shit. I knew. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. You what, T-Fling? They're just the coolest race. I don't know if that's true. That's fair just, enough. I actually okay. The coolest class. It's no, I, I don't know if that's true either. I probably wouldn't be as me. passionate with disagreeing with you, um. But I just so um my Henrique uh, I was just talking about. Uh, he just got a PS5, so um I let him play the game, and he on his account I made um uh dragonborn a blue dragonborn Hell and yeah. fuck those guys they're so cool blue just dragonborn having sick. a fucking breath weapon you could be like oh, oh. and this one i made <laughs> drop um, it on a guy because when i uh typically 
we played me and Sadie played the game together. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also have multiple saves where I'm just playing on my own. But I'll mm -hmm. still make a character for Sadie. I appreciate. Um, one of them was a blue dragonborn, and I I made them a dragon sorcerer as well. Oh, I did storm sorcerer. That's cool. So like, I love, dude. You should take a couple like two levels of tempest cleric. You do mm -hmm. crazy damage. Yeah, being able to just like from level one, being able to just like, oh, I could fly over there. Yeah, it's so nice. It makes your mobility so much better. You're so much faster. Mm -hmm. You can clear so much more distance. It's yeah, crazy. It, it's great. But, I can't um, wait to. Um, I thought I fucked up when stuff. I made it. Um, when I made a, a dragonborn, blue dragonborn. Uh, what was it? Draconic blood. A draconic bloodline. I, I'm blanking on the the lightning one. Uh, blue, not blue, bronze. That's what I think. Bronze, yeah. Bronze. I thought I fucked up because that's like double dipping and lightning resistance. Or is um copper copper different fire. than bronze? Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah. I thought I fucked up, but no, if anything, it was a good choice because uh, with Draconic Bloodline, you only get resistance if you spend a spell uh, sorcery point on it. So this just always gives you resistance to lightning. Yeah, and I look cool as hell. I was like, yeah, I mean, one with bronze scales. If you have the do. option for like a different resistance, like that you got a spell, it would be nice to be like, oh, I'll use that spell slot on this disc. For an option whereas with you right now it's kind of like what's the point of doing that that's the thing it basically yeah. just saves me a sorcery right yeah like there's so many different ways to make potions and stuff to get resistances mm -hmm. and stuff having the sorcery point that i can use to like twin or quicken a spell is almost always just a better option than trying yeah to no resistant for it yeah but um but yeah your yeah. first character was a tiefling druid which oh, i called oh i love her she was a mephistopheles yes tiefling. she was blue a uh, green eyes her name was sage she was a druid loved her um and she, uh, she and asterian paired up love it love it um my first character was a guy named adam <laughs> surprise surprise uh, i was a half elf uh and i was a wizard Mm -hmm. uh, that was so cool. I was an abjuration wizard, which is still maybe one of the like most fun builds I've ever done. No multi-classing. I was just a straight abjuration wizard. Yeah. And pretty much my entire party never dropped below half health. Yeah, Adam was having so much fun with that. Um, he was like, oh, I'm the magic boy. And every single oh, time yeah. there's another wizard. Andrew like, knows <laughs> how... <laughs> Or we'll be playing games. We'll just like talk mad shit on enemies and stuff. Like we're just we're chatty <laughs> boys. Um, so you know if there was Aww. yeah if there was another wizard be like fuck you I'm the wizard boy. <laughs> yeah, no, that shit rules. Uh, I know you're quite fond of that. It wasn't your first character, but it was the one you played when we all played together, uh, and you were a little gnome paladin. Yeah, um, every fight, like fuck you, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, my first character was just a human sorcerer that I dipped into warlock later, and that fucking rule. That does rule. Um, Jeez. but uh, yeah, my second character was this just fucked up little gnome guy. Um, I and I. Um, yeah. Your first character is serious, and then your and basically one is, you. Hey, I'm Gumbo, and I. Uh, I think that's I'm pretty the, close to Andrew's man. name, right? It was something like, 
I forget your name, but it was it was something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah, some Barry B. Benson like or that. some shit. I oh, yeah, yeah, I think no, that B- was Bingles B. Benson. Bingles B. Benson. Bingles B. Benson. Oh, I love, dude. I love, I love that, like, <laughs> when you were trying to uh, Riz Carlack up, it's just like this fucking tiny gnome. <laughs> tiny gnome. Dude. <laughs> there, no, okay. When you were, when you were, um. Um, monk adam oh you did small the, adam yeah, yeah. And, you, and you did that um the romancing with shadow heart you <laughs> look so goofy dude i love dude i so it frustrates it frustrates me to no end playing the tiny races in this game because how important that five feet of movement it's is so crazily <laughs> but important. how hilarious that it is makes it totally worth it yeah. and i there's something special about this game we're picking the fun option is always like it's always like an a choice you can make where most games you're like yeah but this is just better right optimized i pretty much just have to yeah yeah actually have fun i need to at least be kind of good yeah but this game like my first character um was a sorcerer and i went fuck it i'll be wild magic and wild magic is it's maybe like optimization the worst of the sorcerer oh, yeah. classes, right? Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. storm sorcerer isn't very good like power game wise or mm-hmm. whatever, but at least it doesn't sometimes fuck you over. <laughs> but yeah, wild magic is so fucking fun, and the amount of rage I'll feel <laughs> if I'm doing so well in a fucking fight, and then I just get turned into a sheep for three rounds just oh because I re-rolled God. a saving throw like fucking <laughs> like an hour ago. I was, and, play, uh, I was playing with you in that game um as Orc Adam. <laughs> you were playing and you turned yourself into a sheep during like a pretty decently tough boss battle. And you were like, wait guys, let him kill me. Let him kill me. And he just kept attacking me because I was the tank. And you were like, you fucker, just get over here and kill me. I remember one fight where um everyone around me just got turned into cats and dogs. And this fucking little, it's just like like this goblin. Like he's got like seven HP. He's got nothing to him. But Carlac turned into a cat and was on the edge of a cliff oh, no. and he oh, runs up and shoves, shoves her oh my God. and I was like no kills not your woman. destroyed me dude oh something God. about okay so this game it, it's got a really deep like romance system and everything i love it and i love ev- it my favorite part. it's it's so good and every time i start a new game i'm like okay time to For romance someone else but but uh, the second carlac shows up i'm like I, I can't say I'm no to you. I'm to that first hand. We were, <laughs> so he'd already romanced Carlac in his main save. Right. right? And then so we started a game uh, called Tiny Boy Adventures. <laughs> where, where we were both, for, we tried to, it didn't quite work out, but we tried to make everybody in our party one of the small races. Mm-hmm. Um, so Andrew is a gnome uh, called Tiny Andrew, and I'm the aforementioned monk, Small Adam. Um <laughs> and immediately you were like well you know i already romanced carlac in my main one i wonder who i'm gonna romance now and then we we got carlac as a companion you were like oh but she can give me uppies bro <laughs> <laughs> she, dude she can pick me up and throw me across the so, fucking battle we so didn't fun. we and we still have tiny boy adventures going maybe we'll play it again but 
That's got to become a tactic. You got to start fastball specialing, man. It's so, so fucking good. And it's so fucking funny having like three little tiny people and just a, a huge fucking people. demon dommy mommy following <laughs> us around. I love it's Carlac always so hilarious. Dude, Carlac, she, I, look. People might come at Damn, me. Yeah, just getting like real shit. butterflies right now. No, <laughs> people might come at me with tongue. shit, but Carlac is one of the most like charismatic characters in a video game I've I played agree. with in I a while, dude. But Character um, point. Um, Adam already knows that I'm obsessed with the stereo, but I'll go. I'll get into that later. It's fine. It's fine. Lazelle. Maybe anti Riz as the kids, but saying. it works. She's for her. fine as hell, and I'm. Uh, we're kind of barely we just it. started a new I'm, playthrough i'm i'm feeling because she's kind of similar with this variant so i'm assuming i'm gonna get in my feelings at the end i feel like she's really underrated she's I, hot as hell <laughs> sorry i i she's think hot as hell. i think i'd I'm agree sorry. to that um i love she, her so much she was my go-to plan for the tiny boy adventure yeah i remember that yeah i was like i'll probably go with lizelle because i feel like she gets ignored if you don't have she her does, like around yeah. she gets ignored so much of her like you do all the gift stuff pretty early on and which is just... pretty clearly part of her main plot yeah, yeah but and... hers is the easiest because it never has a point in her plot where you have to use her in your yeah, party like, like shadow well Shadowheart was the person i always romanced but most of that was because in act two if you don't have a pretty decent rating with her, she'll just leave your party forever. Yeah. Um. So it kind of just made sense to to always have at least one character romancing her, but mm. um, or like Asterian, right? Yeah. Like he has this big thing in Act Three where if you fuck up or you don't bring him, he'll just leave your party forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas Lazelle doesn't have that. Lazelle, I'll, I killed every single gif in the entire fucking crash she, she didn't leave she yeah. didn't give a fuck really i yeah. told her afterwards but she was if, just but, like but if you, you didn't listen her, to blackest yeah. what the hell <laughs> but if you bring her there are multiple points in the whole game really where either she dies or she turns on you but if you just leave her in the camp she just kind of like, yeah oh, okay. uh, uh, i think orange almost always turns into lazelle because i never play with lazelle in my yeah. games that's she fair rolls, though yeah, she, fighters she are does. Great. I I think I think her class it really kind of is a big detriment of hers. I could agree because to that. I think um, they should have made her a paladin. I yeah, in when you're playing this game, if you don't pick fighter as your class, I don't think you're really gonna care to have a fighter in your party. Yeah, especially well, if you have like a barbarian. Already yeah, that's in. just what I was gonna I was gonna say. But fighter is great all round. But unless you really just need to fill that slot in with and you're not going to take like Carlac mm-hmm. as a barbarian or play a barbarian or a paladin since there's no paladin like companion, why would you ever really need a fighter? Yeah, exactly. Um especially if you're a druid and you're a tank. Sure, right. Druid oh. especially moon druid. You can also just be tank. So like I will say, um, the whole one D and D thing with the, how they do. How oh, they we've talked druid. about this before. They hated fucked drew it up. Hated heaps. it, but I will say, love played an Albert. So I just think. Well, they can just add Albert. Yeah, as a stat they could block. just make add that. Albert. They don't even have to add anything. Albert is a stat block. Just say you can also turn into yeah. an Albert. All yeah. they got to do is change 
the creature type from monstrosity to beast and it's that easy yeah, i love turning into an elbert i love that i could rage oh love that that's could, the other yeah. thing yeah um that was great larian has done a lot of it's at once super faithful to the tabletop experience of mm-hmm. D but they've made some really good quality they have. improvements they have dude like yeah. like a big one that we went over with sadie and her character because she was a druid a moon druid a lot of her moon druids as she leveled up got new abilities like yeah. like mm-hmm. extra attack and stuff that just yeah really... those aren't even quality of life things those are just whole new mechanics that like improve upon like the game as right, like, and i love right. that like especially with um on the stat block it says like oh the health increases by like a d12 sure, yeah levels. so like you're so even if you just become dead. a bear you're not stuck with CR one hit yeah, dice you, you hit points up. forever. Yeah, the animal levels up with you, which I really appreciate. I mean, I yeah, can see why and... it would be difficult to do in the tabletop version, but it makes playing it so much better. It's so great. yeah, and that shit is all over the game. The fact that each weapon just has like a, a special little. Oh, I'm straight up just stealing. You that could do yeah, no, me D&D, too. Because you can I, without any real yeah. There, it's hassle. legitimately just like a homebrew mechanic someone put in and it does so much to feel your weapon choice it like actually matters yeah it's genuinely super cool to be like well what the actual differences between a great axe and a great sword whereas in the tabletop it's like do i want to use a d12 or 2d6 that's pretty much it whereas in this it's like oh well one of them gives me cleave but the other one lets me do like pommel strike, which gives me a bonus action attack. Yeah. yeah, like I've legitimately had weapons that I've picked up. And I'm like, oh, this weapon does do more damage. And then realize I don't get cleave with it. And be like, okay, I'm going back to the other weapon. Right, because so it's just yeah. for cleave. It's just nice to have those options. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and And there's some cool stuff with like, I mean, it's the big one a lot of people talked about, but short rest being instant is oh, really nice that. too. Yeah, yeah. I do wish you could do more if it still did the hit die system where you could choose how many. Yeah, no, that's fair. But uh, overall, I really do like the the hit die being instant, and I really really like the camp supply and camp being necessary. Yeah, long for rest. a long rest, yeah. I think that is really fun. I agree. It can be really fun. I agree. I yeah, can definitely I... see a tabletop D and D. That really dragging out bad. Yeah, I think it's good in the game because it's not really something you have to worry about, and and like except for very few occasions where you're like, oh shit, I don't have like the supplies, and like I'm in a tough situation. I like I really need a scavenge for that, but it's not like you're constantly like, oh, I need food, I need a backpack, I need this. I, so I, I think it might have been the Dungeon Dudes. Uh, shout out to their to their show, I guess, which is way more famous than ours. But uh, they talked about doing a system like that where you needed to find camp supplies and food and stuff if you wanted to camp in the wilderness. But mm-hmm. if you could get to a town and you could pay for it in, that just counted. Yeah, I think I think that's a great idea. So I I might genuinely just steal that and, and then it. like that kind of stuff could make things like um Liamman's tiny hut right and stuff or, or even just goodberry yeah exactly where goodberry um, counts as eating for the day so you could be like look it's not great but this will let us rest mm-hmm. um but yeah there's a lot of little stuff there's a really cool and it started in divinity original sin 2 i think 
there's a lot of little environmental effects that are easy to ignore so they never like feel like you have to learn them well yeah let you do some really cool stuff this is um actually a, a huge boost for the character you just said you made with enrique um get the create water spell oh yeah um, oh yeah I the wet that. condition in this game gives people vulnerability to lightning and cold damage mm-hmm. so you just automatically do double damage yeah. and it gets rid of lightning resistance Oh, I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I do. I do like like all the different like conditions and effects that they have. I think in a tabletop game, it would make things it would be pretty so hard to hard. Yeah. keep track of. But I love it so much in this game where you like you don't need to interact with it at all if you don't want to. Yeah, if you don't but want if, to, it never really has to come up. If you want to do that deep dive into it, you feel like. Like there's that whole the whole mode is like called tactician mode, right? But you really feel like a tactician where oh. you're like, if I set these things up to get them in these conditions, I could be doing like all these crazy things. And them. and tactician does something I really like in a difficulty, right? Because I don't typically play games at the very high difficulty. It's just not typically fun for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have played a little bit of tactician in uh, Baldur's Gate three because instead of just like doubling everybody's like hit points or whatever, or doubling their damage. Um, it just really buffs their AI and makes them play. Yeah. Smarter. And you could tell even in the base game, you could tell that, that the harder enemies still have around the same HP as the other ones in AC and whatnot, but they'll act smarter where they'll do like hit and run tactics. They'll do hit and run Or tactics. they'll get the high ground and shit. Right. Or, and yeah, or like, they'll target your mages because they know. Mm-hmm. always hit mages first and like it's both very impressive and the most frustrating bullshit oh, dude ever. it could be so frustrating because, because you know like usually like you get mad at a boss and you're like oh this is bullshit because their attacks are like too fast or whatever or just do or, like, crazy their, damage or their no hitbox hit. is like tiny yeah but now you're like oh yeah they're just smarter than me i guess <laughs> yeah. that sucks. they just got they just got a better setup i guess i don't know what do you, i don't know what they want me to do <laughs> <laughs> on tactician i had somebody use the create water combo not for lightning but they did that it was during the the raid in moonrise tower in act two mm-hmm. where there's the the mage in the the main orc lady in there who does mostly ice-based spells. Um, So they created water on like basically my entire party and then hit us with a cone of cold. Oh my God. It did 120 damage to everybody. That fucking rule. And just destroyed my entire party and all the Harpers and just one. And I was like, what the fuck? That that (laughs) fucking rules. If she did your Wombo Combo. Yeah, I was just like, oh my God. Um, and like I couldn't get past it until I was like, oh, wait, you're supposed to like, you're not just supposed to attack Moonrise at its full power. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to like go in before that and like, like talk to people and maybe kill them like separately and away from the place. Yeah. My, I think I, I haven't got to it again in a playthrough, but I think my playthrough of Moonrise, I, I was really there for it. your Moonrise. Yeah. Playthrough. Fuck it. 
Um, we did the by... same thing that I did in my Yeah, no, playthrough. actually, I think you fucked my playthrough. I fucked you up because, because I, I didn't know there was another you, option. Yeah, you, you were fucking... Uh, so we were at Moonrise, and you started picking up, like, the Rebels, like, the our teammate shit, and it counted as stealing, and oh, they locked yeah. you in the dungeon of Moonrise Tower. And I was like, what the fuck? And then so, like, we kind of really fucked it and did it out of order. And then because of that... We didn't save the fucking demon chick that was important to Will. And then so the next time I went to camp, they just vaporized Will. Just Will. Vaporized. And I was like, okay. I mean, I didn't care much because I keep forgetting he's in the game. <laughs> but like, I was like, yeah, I guess that's fine. And then the whole fucking game, you're like, oh, dude, you're fucked now. You can't, you can't help Carlag. Well, I didn't say you were definitely fucked, but I was like, I don't know if you can do Carlag's ending yeah. without Will. So you might have fucked it. I have faith, though. You can't. We, figured, like, we did it. it was I was fun. like, I'm saving Carla. If you don't romance I'm... her, you and you don't yeah, have Will, you probably. But yeah. I was like, I'm saving Carlac or I'm deleting this game <laughs> and never playing it again. <laughs> and honestly, well, she's got some fine endings, but yeah, they had to patch that one, the one that you got her probably happiest ending. They had to patch that in a little while after the game released because for a little while there she only had bad endings. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm glad. Which uh pissed a lot of people off. Because everybody loves Carlac. Like dude, Carlac fucking I've rules. never romanced. No, that's not true. I romanced her once, I think. But I don't typically romance Carlac, but I still always go out of my way to make sure she gets some kind of decent ending. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I don't want her to just fucking explode. Yeah. She's so happy and she brings like such a good energy to everything. Everybody else seems like so pissed off about like basically everything or sad. Like, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the human one. The human one, Gail? Human one. No, the girl. She changes hair. It's the one you oh, like. Shadowheart. Shadowheart. Yeah. yeah Shadow she Heart. always seems so depressed all the time in my playthroughs. And I'm like, yeah, okay, dude. I'm just trying to like have a little fun here. Dude. I like Shadowheart. She's actually she is fun, but you do have to get to like know her. You need to get her approval yeah, up to a certain point. I, I I never really do that. Although she'll say like the <laughs> she'll be like super depressed and then just say like the freakiest shit yeah. out of nowhere. And I'll turn and be like, well, okay, what the hell? I, it was a really fun <laughs> moment. Uh and it's easy to miss too, because nothing ever really like tells you to do it. But in act two, uh well, in act one, she she kind of if you're talk to her enough, she kind of tells you, Oh, I really like night orchids this flower and i can't swim in act mm. two you can actually find night orchids and you can be like hey remember you you like that flower here is one she's like you didn't touch that with your hands did you they're deadly poisonous <laughs> and then she's just like no nah, i'm kidding she just like shoots you finger guns like no nah, i'm just fucking with you <laughs> thanks <That> fucking <laughs> hey. um although she never does get like like harlack fun She's always a little bit awkward with it. Which yeah, is, which that is brings its, it's own fun. charm. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not, she's not Carlac. She's not Carlac, and it, and it is good. I'm just saying. I I'm just the, saying what you were saying, where everybody kind of seems a little dour. When, she never kind really gets over a bit dour. 
Yeah, when I'm on a world-ending adventure that, like, the stakes are crazy high, I need someone to bring up the, like, mood in the room. Yeah, Carlac is great for that. Uh, the Tiny Boy Adventures is kind of great for that in general. Yeah. We're freaks. <laughs> yeah, that one is, I played um, Dark Urge. So yeah. I'm just like this fucked <laughs> you up killed little... Alphira? Yeah, I'm just this fucked up little yeah. tiny guy. And, like, my whole attitude is, wow, that was fucked up huh well let's keep going uh yeah as as a dark urge you can actually um kill arabella um, really um you get an extra dialogue option that's like oh um flick your eyes towards the exit so the so the child will run and then the okay. snake bites her yeah. and kills her. Yeah. Oh, that fucking rules. Just, Maybe I'll then, keep that in mind. I think we've done that though. moment already. But... Oh, yeah. yeah, fair. Um, and then her mom was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? She's a child. Oh, I ain't doing yeah, shit. Yeah. She rules, too. I, I don't want her to die. Yeah. <laughs> she gets cool druid powers later. Um, oh, But yeah, Dark Urge is pretty fun. I haven't done too much of it and it feels like not that from like how far we've gotten not that many fucked up shit has really yeah, happened at least from where we're at it not really yeah. i've never done a dark urge maybe i will but um yeah as of right now one pretty fucked up thing happened you got a weird little butler guy for no reason it seems yeah. like. oh yeah i got a weird goblin butler that only i can see sometimes uh, i will say though um romance and hysterian as dark urge chef's kiss awesome oh i i bet yeah because uh like in the base game you have to kind of teach them how to be a good person yeah how to like love and you teach them that like he has bodily autonomy when you're dark urge he treats you like that because like he treats you he's trying to how, teach you that you don't yeah, have to be an evil person you know how like he wants to take care of right. he sees himself in you um yeah if you let the urge take over you since it's like really like banger line and he's like in a thousand years when i've forgotten how to love you'll flit into into my mind and, I, and i'll weep wondering what happened to my mad love and i'm like oh my <laughs> god what were these writers on? I really like that um, there is one way to get the only scroll of truth. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The resurrection in the game, and it's killing or letting Gale die, and he gives you the instructions on how to do it. And if you do those instructions, you get a scroll of true resurrection to bring Gale back. So he doesn't blow up and kill fucking everybody. <laughs> but if you can get that and keep Gale alive, you actually can't use that scroll to bring Asterion back from the dead because he is 200 and like some amount of years old. Mm-hmm. And the limit on true resurrection is 200 years. Oh, He's like rules. just out of the range <laughs> for it. I thought it was going to be like, oh, because... um he's been dead for that long mm-hmm. but um that's pretty cool which i, I think is pretty funny mm-hmm. um least favorite companion uh, uh that's gotta be will i do honestly forget he's in the you game you do forget he's there will, and he tends to die yeah um halson i really haven't interacted Halson's with all right. that much. uh although i hear people are big fans of him um fuck a bear Dude, that intimate scene, Adam watched me like squirm. Oh, it was I, so funny. I was so like, it was, so, he like, he like put his hands over his chest and did a flip and then his clothes were off. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he does hey, like what a, a cool way. Yeah, he, he does like a backflip. No, he doesn't even turn into a bear right then. He just gets oh. fucking naked. <laughs> he just ass. like, he just like does a backflip and his clothes fall off and he's like, yo, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they made him more, um, I don't know. I wish she could get him earlier. Well, I wish she could be a member of your party earlier. I wish she was more Yeah. Prepared, you know? I just, I don't know. I Because I do like him as a character, but I do too, yeah. by the time you, you, get, you get the option to bring him on your party, you've probably already got a party composition you like. Yeah, you probably already so got it. So there's no reason to try to like add him yeah, to yeah. it. Same thing mm-hmm. with Jahira and Mince. Well, yeah, but they're at least specifically like bonus. Yeah, They're not really meant to have them necessarily. True. Although housing kind of feels like that because he comes in so he, late. He feels like that, but he's technically not really. I mm-hmm. don't know. It's a weird. He's just he's like in like, the weird can middle ground. Bear, between can you have sex? <laughs> to be fair, he originally wasn't going to be able to join your party at all. Mm-hmm. But people liked him enough in playtesting that they patched that in. Hell yeah! So I mean, he's got to be doing something right. My least favorite companion is probably Gale. Yeah, I agree. Because I fucking hate Gale. Gale is too horny for my he's, liking. He's crazy horny. He's bad at boundaries. 
he's kind of an asshole yeah it's like dude just leave me alone for two seconds i'm more than just an object okay it's like, and it's yeah. like the game like gameplay and story integration the ludo narrative dissonance of it wants you to hate him because you've got to give up good magic items mm-hmm. to feed him or he'll blow up <laughs> and it's like okay developers did you want me to hate him stop eating my shit I yeah, look, I have hated Gale from the get go. Me too. I didn't have that I, I was a wizard. Yeah, in my I place. I know I kind of came back around when like I was like, oh well, I could have someone cast magic missile and fireball all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I kind of had Gale around, and then every time he was like, hey, can we fuck? I was like, dude, cool your. And jets. he does it all the time. He does it. I he did. brings it up multiple times. He'll be like, hey, no, I'm good, bro. And then he'll like later on, he's like, are you sure though? And it's and it's like the game tries to make you feel bad. Yeah. Like, where oh, he'll be like. Oh, do you want to like see some cool magical aurora borealis? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so, man. And I'm there, and he, and it's like, you feel them. This might be a good night for companionship or whatever. And it's like, oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> see you that way, Gail. And you click that, and he's like, oh well, the moment's passed, the magic's gone. I will say that is one of my favorite things about um, uh, the Carlac romance, where all the other romances kind of feel too easy like everybody's too right. eager yeah. and carlac's the same way but carlac you do have to work for it because yeah. you're like i have I to find it. this iron or i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> i do try to I, sleep with there's this a woman. really fun moment where uh she can be like hey look i don't know how to fix it but because it's before you talk to if you don't talk to damon at first or like ever really mm-hmm. you don't learn that that's how you're supposed to fix it and so it's, she's just like i don't know how to fix it if you think of something let me know um, and I, I threw a barrel of water at her and she was like, let's try it. You can give her a kiss, but it's like, yeah, you still get burned. <laughs> yeah. You take like a point of fire yeah. damage. One thing that I, I I think it is a shame um, that Gail, I think, has a really compelling romance, but they kept fucking his mechanics up with bugs because his approval, like the threshold for romance was so low for him. So that's why he was so eager. Yeah. But like the whole his whole thing was that um he was manipulated and like and like coerced by mistra so you kind of needed to work at it and it's such a shame that that they made him so horny and then like later they tried to fix that but then they did the opposite of that where people who had max approval did his romance scene and he was just like oh you told me about this yeah Yeah, yeah you'd be like you'd have max like uh uh you know romance with him and you'd say the romance option and, and he would just be like nah mate i don't want to i don't want to i don't think of you like that dude we're you know friends. how fucking yeah he's like we're not friends we don't have to be cool just leave me alone you know how fucking pissed i would be if at the beginning of the game he was just throwing himself at me and then i finally relent i'm like all right gail we could see I'll where this goes you a bone, and he's like I mean. no we're not friends dude <laughs> What the hell? Well, to be fair, I would least, probably throw him least, off a cliff. At least in that scenario you just described, it kind of makes sense because you were blow, you would be blowing him off <laughs> so much in the early game. Yeah, look, that's but later he would be like, "No, you've already sent me pretty clear no signals." <laughs> I, I think I gotta talk about a Asterian now. Oh yeah, it's it's Asterian time. Oh. I'm <laughs> His sorry. Catchphrase. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I gotta I gotta hop on the hysteria train. I understand that he's like everyone's favorite Roman, but for a good reason. For a good reason. He's my favorite little boy. I okay. love him. Can I can I, I say one so bit of criticism of it? No. No. <laughs> okay, never mind. No. But um uh his his approval stuff is a little inconsistent and in that he typically is pro-slavery which for his character in particular seems insane yeah what <laughs> maybe i should romance my, hysteria okay dog <laughs> he's pale enough i'm sure you guys could go to the clan meetings <laughs> oh. what <laughs> I think okay, so my interpretation of his approval is that he's very um evil, no, no, self-serving. He wants you to look at yes, that's yourself true. first. He is de- he is down for evil stuff, right? He says he's one of the few that'll stay with you yeah. if you completely kill all of the innocent Lizelle people too. at the Lizelle Drew. Too. Well, she doesn't she doesn't really give a oh, she's just there for um, to get the worm out of yeah. her head. Asterian, yes, he'll follow you for evil shit, but like. For the most part, you get his highest approval, one, when you respect his autonomy, um, support his vampirism, and then also take care of yourself instead of being selfless. Sure. Because he's like, we're dying. We're going to turn into my flares. Why the fuck are you helping other like other people? Right, right. And like a lot of people forget, like, when you meet him, he was like moments before a an abused like sex slave. And then suddenly he was free. Sure. And like you, you meet him right, like immediately after he was released, and he's just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I do think it, it is a, a, a fair point. Yeah. I just think it's a little weird, and I think it might be a bug or something. It, it just really weirds me out whenever, like, I I think a big one that got me was he disapproves if you set the pixie free in Act Two, and mm-hmm. it's like. Oh really? You don't like when I yeah. let the person who's been enslaved have bodily autonomy and to leave? Their yeah, body? I do think he's one of the more like him and Gale are one of the more power hungry people. Sure. So giving up some of your as a party power, I I could see him being disagreement on that. I just don't. I was never a big fan of Asterian because he tried to suck me off in my sleep <laughs> and then got oh, me like, and like acted I like, like I should be guilty for being like, dude, what the fuck? And... I really do like um, Larian uh, kind of weaved a little narrative in, in into his routes where um, Asterian gives you hints that if you ascend him, it's not going to end well. Like he's hungry for power. But he drops hints throughout his whole like dialogue that like true vampires don't give up their power. Um, doesn't matter how how much they'll say they will, they won't. They're power hungry. Right. And then he and then he recycles the cycle of abuse. He becomes the new set, the new category. And Larry came out and said that the ascension is the bad ending for him because it's basically, um, you know, the player not seeing a staring as a person and seeing him as an object sure um and sexualizing him which is what he falls victim to right. so if you ascend him you are like quintessentially like you don't get him really. you you are doing exactly what like casador kind of right. did to him where like you're just seeing him as 
as someone to like you know like oh right. oh isn't it so cool if i send him and then he's like like kinky to me like oh i like that it's like no but he's a person so the good ending is to not ascend yeah plus he also doesn't yeah. get any good powers from ascending. yeah no that's mm-hmm. shit. he gets real dog shit powers <laughs> so i've let him ascend i think twice now um and he gets a slightly better bite attack and the ability to waste like his entire fucking action to turn into a gas yeah. yeah see that that's my problem because i would be all <laughs> in it for him to go like full vampire and everything yeah. and be pretty sweet because my whole first playthrough i was like oh i get squid boy powers give me <laughs> as many little squid boy powers as i can you were let so me become, worm hungry dude I, let me become squid god and then cool. and then like with him around i didn't have him around much but like in the third act when he becomes more important and he's like, oh, I could probably turn like into a full vampire kind of shit. I'm like, oh, squid boy and vampire. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was talking to a friend about it and then they were like, yeah, vampire is kind of dog shit. I'm like, well, I guess I could ignore that whole quest wholesale. Then. Yeah. Love Asterian. Love Asterian. I'm romancing Old Hill and I miss, I miss Asterian. Um, I miss Asterian. I love him so much. He, I, he lives in my mind uh, all the time, rent-free. Love him. Love him. Uh, just to bring it back to a point you said where um, he's one of the few that'll stick with you if you get, team up with Minthara to destroy the Grove. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I think is actually pretty interesting is that Shadowheart will too until she's like, actually, no, this, like, she still tries to be evil. And mm-hmm. she's like, but yeah, but we did, you know, there were a lot of children there. Like, that's pretty <laughs> fucked up. And then she'll leave. She'll be like, hey, you know what? Actually, no, this is fucked up. Fuck you. It just goes. Which rules. I think that's a very yeah. good that like, is pretty she fail save. She tries to justify right. I think there's that yeah. nuance there that is a very cool like yeah. gameplay yeah. and characterization moment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like Oh, oh yeah, so this is fine. Yeah, Shar's cool I'm, with this. Char, ooh, great. Oh, oh, wait. And oh, even if you don't oh. have, have her break off from Shar, because if you're going an evil route, you probably wouldn't. Yeah. She'll still be like, yeah, but this was pretty fucked up. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not cool with this. Yeah. Which I, I think is a cool moment. Yeah, I, I think agree. that's fun. I agree. Yeah, no, I, I think um they did, like, a pretty good job at building, like, Honestly, okay, I'll say that the main narrative of the game is not that strong. It's pretty by the numbers. I can see that, yeah. Like, pretty basic, predictable stuff. But what makes the narrative so good is all the small, nuanced character narratives that are happening within it. And I I missed a lot of that because... um, (laughs) After, like, the second act, once I got to, like, the second act or whatever, I was like, oh, there's, like, good shit in act three to get to? I need a shotgun to get to act three. We shotgunned the last, like, act and a half of that game together. Yeah. It was, I was like, I just got to get to the end of this game. Um, So, like, I missed, like, so much of it to the point where when I did get to the end of the game, I was like, oh, this, like, I this story isn't all that fulfilling um like as a whole but then i started thinking about like the small like um like character narratives that you had going like the end of the game to me because i restarted it four times i was like i need uh like carlac saved 
and like I need to do that and then like it the reason we restarted it was because I think one time like the first time like it was something mechanical and then we couldn't like get through it or something or like the game crashed or something i don't remember that was the very but, first time we beat the yeah like the whole last fight got right up to the end cinematic the game crashed and we were like when was the fucking last time we said yeah oh and then and then like the other two times it started focusing on your character yeah i don't even so and i'm like that's got to be a bug because that's happened on a I, I think, of my games. I think what it is is when you have the Emperor as your companion. No, because because right now, like I said, I make Sadie a character in my games even when she's not playing with me. Thank mm-hmm. you. Several times my save has been switched to her character's name and yeah. she's the main character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I don't know what that is. But the only reason I cared about that was to give Carlac a good ending and it was pretty sweet too because we played that game um that the last like two big fights heaps of times i got kind of tired of it i'm like all right i'm just going to play like fucking spotify music i started playing fantasy covers of like yeah, songs yeah that was and funny shit. yeah um and then when it, like it when it came up uh and i turned on silly with it <laughs> yeah and we started just playing like bullshit on and then, and like, once like, the end yeah, happened... I got it. I've, I've got the Red Dragon. Leave him to me. You guys <laughs> focus on everybody else. But, like, once once the, like, ending happened, I was like, oh, I'm going to play, like, a fitting song for Carlac or whatever. I put on Highway to Hell. And then I was able to take her to hell, like, so she'll live. And then we'd fucking, like, kill at all the demons or whatever. Hell and yeah. so my the last shot of my game... Was me and Carlac running at an army of demons with Highway to Hell, like a it was fantasy dwarf version of Highway to Hell playing, <laughs> and it, like I'm like, okay, this was worth those four times <laughs> restarting this shit. Fuck yeah, that's the but, but because like, there's something weird about that where I was so much more interested in the ending of just this like small little side narrative than the main plot as a whole. I I can definitely see that. I think I don't necessarily think that's unintentional. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't have all of these um like intricate like side stories and then also have a like an, an intricate main well, I, story. I think because of the vast range of options for character type way mm-hmm. of kind of getting to the end zone, I think the plot has to be pretty skeletal. Right. Yeah. So that anything could plug in and still kind of work. You same, know what I with, mean? Same thing yeah, there, with Zelda. Right. Yeah, there, Zelda. there is a lot of um pros and cons to doing the open sandbox narrative style of game. And one of the main things is, yeah, we have to make this sort of blank enough that anything could be kind of pasted on top or any of the options. Exactly. Um, unless we have any other big pressing things to talk about the game, I, I think we've gone on for a good while. Um, let's see. Um, Asterian, oh, I love Asterian. I love Asterian. The I emperor, the I emperor was dinner. 
Woo. The emperor um, is weird. Uh, he I hate that he catfished me. Yeah. Um, and then he got mad at me for not trusting him. After I was like, dude, you showed up as like a because I made the character. I was like, oh, I'll make a pretty girl. Dude, I guess. Was so, no, no. See, what's very funny is the no. Uh, that was the time. second time. Yeah, yeah, the first time I got to. That. I was literally just about yeah, to say the, this. Both of us decided. The, yeah, the first time I was like. Because I got to make a second character. I was like, oh, I, I can make a character for Adam. And then when he jumps in, he could play as that. And then, like, it was this weird thing where, it, like, he starts catfishing you, like, as a character you made. And for me, it was Adam. So it was like Adam was trying to riz me up. I'm like, I'm like, okay, dude. And then he was like, oh, I, I turned into something I thought you'd be able to be swayed by the most. I'm like, you missed a ballpark on that one by a mile. Which is so funny because I didn't know how the dream visitor worked either. So I also, I made it Andrew. And there's just this weird sexual tension. So weird. And it's, there's this weird moment, and I, I remember because I was there at your house, I think, or and we were just playing together when it happened. Yeah. Um, where the emperor shows up as as whatever you make him look like, wearing just like a purple toga and like mostly shirt. Yeah, no, like... I think we were playing separate things, but I was talking to you. Yeah. At the time, because I was like, "Oh, dude, I think you're gonna try fuck me right now." And you're <laughs> like, "What?" Yeah, but I, was just, I was just like, "Excuse me." What, what the, the fuck, fuck are you yeah, saying? What the fuck are you saying? And you're like, no, man. Like, I don't know the guy I made. You? <laughs> he's like shirtless right now. I don't know uh, what's he, going he, on. He definitely tried to seduce me right now. <laughs> I will say, the the tiny little um implied um relationship between the emperor and answer the dragon made me really sad. Oh yeah. yeah. We didn't get to the like I said we shotgun that oh shit. Oh my god. So Andrew really skipped the the undead dragon fight. Oh my god, Andrew. Oh he didn't shit. know. Yeah. Look, I'm in really tiny sad. boy adventures. I am playing it like I need to experience no, most please, of please, everything please, I can. Please look at it. Please do it. It made me really sad. It made me it genuine it genuinely I know look, I now it, know the the puzzles and stuff to get there well enough. Because beforehand, I feel like they're kind of tedious and not really like they're not necessarily great puzzles because they're not like making you think. They're just kind of either know the answer or yeah. shit around for a while and figure it out eventually. And I know those piss you off. Yeah, you know? I know no, you get pretty do. impatient with those. And that's why when we were shotgunning the end of the game, I, I was just like, it's cool. We'll just go. We don't need to fight the dragon. It's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but because I now know how to do them enough that we're not going to get really annoyed doing it, I think it'll be way better to do that now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that is, I find a lot of the puzzles in this game are like, I think that's one of the weaker points of the gameplay. Sometimes it's like a puzzle where you're like, oh, that's actually pretty creative. Like, that's a cool way of doing things. Like, I remember... Like, the way to get to the dragon. You have to find um, two little torches... Yeah, the very damage. first thing is yeah there's like a little wall that just has two dragon torches on either side and mm -hmm. if you do lightning damage on them they glow blue and that opens up the first door because that's sick as yeah. and i think that's cool i mean and they do have to specifically tell you to do that in like a book because otherwise how would you know to do that yeah exactly that's the kind of puzzles i don't like but that like there's one um i don't even remember where it's at but it's like there's like four dots on the like four circles on the floor and you can like oh, turn yeah. the circles it's in the and goblin a... um 
outburst or whatever. There's like a beam of like moonlight or whatever shining down on on those, and then you like you could spin it around and you're like, oh, I gotta put the empty ones under the beam. I think those kind of puzzles, like where you're like, oh, there's an answer here, and if you just follow some logical steps, you can find the answer. Are pretty good but so many of the puzzles is like if yeah. you don't read this in a book where it tells you it or whatever if you don't read then... this in a book or even i know at some point it's like if you don't find the very specific letter to start this quest mm-hmm. and stuff like that it just don't want to happen i've seen some of them online that it seems like that you never really get the answer and some people have just sort of stumbled on it and told everybody Sure, sure. But um, this definitely, uh, for some of them, does feel like a kind of game where you'd need a guide of some sort. Yeah, which I, I, I get like some appeal from that kind of thing. But um, yeah, that's not something I'm. It's not something that super appeals to me, really. Mm -hmm. If I gotta go find an article or a, a Wikipedia page to try to do your game, it makes me really not want to play. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, I am having a good deal of fun trying. Like, I'm we're still in Act One in Tiny Boy Adventures, um, and just trying like spread out and do. That's probably most the everything we're still in Act One because yeah, we're, most we're everything really, we can. Yeah, I know. Right now, I decided I'm like, oh, I want to. I kind of want to experience the Underdark stuff like for the first time, like alone. So I go down there. So it's not just like. Us being like, oh, when you've already done it, and you're like, oh, we need to do this and this. And I'm like, oh, I, yeah, yeah. It I'm, feels like a new chunk of the game that I I'm haven't. a bit excited uh, to be in the Underdark because um, I pretty much ignored uh, some of the major quests in the Underdark. Mm-hmm. Most times I go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's one where it's like, find this lady's husband that I just, I tried to do once. He died. Oh, yeah. Back. Yeah, I think I, that's the good option, I think. Him dying? I him think dying? this is a piece of shit. Oh, okay. I oh, I brought I him back. I, oh, you I, brought him back? Yeah, so he's in a bunch of, like, exploding fucking thing. And the first time um, he walks up and he yells, he's like, stop, it's 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 Bombi Mushroom or whatever. And I went, Mushroom what? And then walked forward. <laughs> and the whole room <laughs> explodes? Yeah, see, so... With the exploding mushrooms, I had always been like, well, I'll just clear them out before I step into it and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would stand far enough back. Then I'd have somebody firebolt, blow them all up and be like, all right, wait for the smoke to settle. We can go. And I didn't know there was so many of them in this room and they were so close to him. Yeah. That I was like, I'll just do the same thing. And I blew up the entire room, him included. Yeah. Ooh. Luckily, the first time I died. <laughs> but he might be an asshole because. Um, he might. You get the you I got the backpack for him, which is what you're supposed to do by like just jumping past a bunch of the mushroom. I handed his backpack and then he just missy steps out and then I'm like, okay, now I'm stuck in the mushrooms. <laughs> what a dick. And yeah, yeah well, like, fair, it, his wife doesn't give a fuck. She's yeah, like, it, I'm not gonna pay you for this if you see him, didn't, sell him. It didn't seem like that was a narrative choice. It seemed like that was just oh to get him out of there yeah. or whatever. Get him out of there so you, so you don't have to worry about it. But if Sadie thing. says he's an asshole, then maybe it was be. a narrative. He might be. I could be. Incorrect. I've literally never done his quest in any other way besides getting him fucking killed yeah. and leaving. Um. But yeah, I I think that's most of what I wanted to say about this game. 
Uh, probably like most every episode we've done of this show ever afterwards, I'll be like, oh, shit, I never talked about that. Well, I guess I'll never get the chance to again. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we've we've dabbled in Let's Play content before. I wouldn't be opposed to doing a Baldur's Gate 3 Let's Play. Yeah, no, I, I think it'd be a pretty good Let's Play game. I think if we were going to do it, our first like sort of playthrough would probably make for the best yeah. content for that. But um, yeah, I mean, we we like D&D and we like video games. Maybe we get a party of four channel, since Enrique's so... playing now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you, join us you guys have... Boy Adventures. Oh yeah, that's not a bad idea. I'll ask. Then we him. get a. Then we finally get a fourth tiny boy. Yeah, we could get a fourth tiny boy. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if you guys have any opinions on this stupid ass, boring, lame game that doesn't deserve game of the year, um, leave them down below. Leave them that's below. How, that's how I uh bait engagement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is something we can rank, I guess um sadie what do you what do you rank this game compared like compared to other video games 10 out of 10 10 okay 10 out of 10 now what okay what if asterion wasn't in this game oh shit uh four (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) i she's like i hate actually playing this game the gameplay of it is garbage and if i (laughs) if she said that it wouldn't surprise me (laughs) if i'm not talking to hysterian i don't want this game there was a point where um uh, when we were first playing through it uh adam played without me which i get because i didn't realize that yeah that's um it locked me out of Asterion's room. I was so mad. Not gonna lie, I was really mm-hmm. mad because I was like, "What the fuck? I want." <laughs> That's yeah, the whole reason I want to play this damn game. I, I remember. <laughs> I remember when that happened, where Adam yeah. was like, "Oh, I'm playing Baldur's Gate, and you weren't at his house or anything." I'm like, "Oh, you started a new save," and he's like, "Oh no, Sadie like only really cares about the narrative stuff." So she said, it, "Like I could play it, like yeah, because uh, uh, this own. is like it's painting then, me in a new corner." <laughs> I yeah, asked. yeah, I no, he like, he no, did ask. Like, I'll no. make a new save. I don't mind. And, and then like, no, it's fine. You don't have to. No, look, look, I didn't know either. And then so I fun. was I was playing the game later, maybe like right then, as I was texting him or whatever. And I'm like. The gameplay and the narrative seem pretty deeply intertwined. I don't know yeah. if you could just sort of play the game around the narrative, really. And then uh, I think Adam just kind of, he might have just beat the game or got to like the third act or he got like crazy far in it or something. And then he's like, yeah, I probably should have waited for safety. Yeah, I just beat the game, really. Or, <laughs> or I got right up to beating the game and was like, oh, you got locked out of Asterion. All right, well, I'm just going to beat this this playthrough and we'll start another one. Let me in. Let me in, please. Uh, <laughs> well, I, well, but, I got um, to do it um the next the, yeah. the next time. Yeah, it, I, it was very sweet. That that love that, that is... um the the big climax of the romance. Well, the the confession. Oh, scene. that was so funny. What's a well, like the first the first part, he comes out shirtless and he's like, "You've been waiting for my body," and I'm like, "No." Oh, oh you were talking about that. Um, and then but, we oh. got so we got to the very end of, of that playthrough, and. Sadie was ready for her big, like, final moment with Asterion. Oh, the game yeah. pushed out hard. She was staring at a black, 
like basically blank background and just hear heard the the voice. Made me so sad. That fucking but hey, rose. that's my boy. It was yeah. very funny. If you have any funny glitches or and this was something. Well, um, Adam, you didn't give your ranking on the oh. game. What's your um, uh, like an eight point five to nine out of ten? I would say. Okay. I, I really clearly I really. I mean, yeah, this you've game. played nearly five hundred hours of this game, which hey, I think that might have beat our Monopoly record. For oh, it did. I checked. Yeah. Hey, nice. Good for um, <laughs> yeah, it's something had to do it. Um, but yeah, I, how, I, how about you? What, what are you giving it? Uh, let's see. I do really like this game, but I was able to just walk away from it for big <laughs> periods at a time. To be um, fair, Spider-Man had come out, and that's a big true. draw for you. Well, I walked away from it multiple times. One of them being because Spider-Man had come out, uh, which we got to talk about that, too. Uh, but uh, I do really like this. There's so much of this game. I do really like. I don't think I would call this my game of the year, but it's probably my game of the year, just kind of by default. Let's. I think I'd call this a solid fourteen out of seventeen. Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> you haven't been on the show enough times to to really hear it, but yeah, this is Andrew's patented rating system, uh... where he just says a number and then another bullshit number. And you're supposed to just infer based on vibes how he actually felt. So this game was like 98 kittens out of... No, they're all regular no, numbers. No, they're, they're oh. numbers. Cool. You know, he might be like, yeah, it was like 99 out of 132. Nice. And you're supposed to just... I haven't gone that high, but I should. I don't know. I just I just feel so limited by the 1 through 10 rating. I, I where I'm like, like... It helps us all be on the same page, which feels important for a rating. I know. I don't know if that's really all that important. I think people really need to be able to like zone in and specifically be like, wow, he, he felt exactly like this about a game. Um, but if you want to talk about my hating system <laughs> and how um, much you love it. Did uh, you have a really cool multi-class for this game? Like that is like not super everywhere online that you've kind of just figured out. Do please send it to me. I'm I'm so invested in cool builds. Yeah. Oh, apparently, uh, you... um, uh, mushroom guy, um, he is an asshole because you could talk to one of the oxen. They're like, he used to kick me. Oh, what a dick! I'm gonna uh, blow him up again. Okay. I mean, you could kick a cow pretty fine. I don't think that's too much skin off your. Teeth. As a druid, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm sorry. Um, but if you want to do, if you want to tell Andrew he's a piece of shit, you can do that at our email at theatomicemail at gmail.com. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Okay, okay, I've definitely said this. I've definitely said this on the podcast before, <laughs> but it it is an urge of mine to full <laughs> fist punch a cow in the side on its gut because I feel like it'd be so satisfying because it's just a slab of hunking. Look, it works for meat. Rocky. Yeah, like I, it's it's gotta feel good, and like kicking, it's gotta be like at least close to that. But um, yeah, if you wanna, uh, if you wanna tell him me, he's a piece of shit directly. If you wanna a tell me more directly. how much of a piece of shit I am, or how much you agree with me that hitting a cow does seem like it would be pretty rad, you could do that at our email um, at atomic gmail at d- the atomic 
Me and Tommy Keaton said it. Well. I don't know why. Did you? Me. Yeah, I said it already. I don't. I thought you stopped saying it before. No, I, I said it. We haven't recorded. You guys can tell us whether he said it or not at the atomic email. Dude, at I gotta edit this. I'll tell you. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then you can tell me you're wrong because you didn't. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> yes. And then I've got confirmation now. Yeah, she's just biased. Um, and then her, her uh, hearing is biased. Well, I yeah, well it kind of is. Um, I, I try... <laughs> uh, that's almost were... basically a confirmation that I was right. If you want to tell uh, Andrew he's a piece of shit directly, you can do that at our Instagram. Sorry, at Atomic <laughs> Android 2020. Or I guess you could tell Sadie to tell me at her post personal phone number at <laughs> 555. No, but um, yeah, or you could get out our other one, uh, <laughs> or our Twitter at Atomic Androids. Um, yeah, get get on them dice. Get on Twitter say... while it still exists. It's gotten really bad yeah. as of late. Yeah. Um. Everybody, get on Threads. I I hear that's where all the cool people. Are I hear that's not the case. I'm on Blue Sky. If you give a fuck about that, but <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Are you going to give your blue sky? Oh, it's... Very well. Okay. You can can look it up. There's not that many people on blue sky. You can just put my name in and I'll come up. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Uh, well, I dropped heaps of old pizza on my carpet that I have to clean up about halfway through this episode. How um, did you do that? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.